This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of today's podcast. And super pumped, super excited about being with you guys here. And you know what's really interesting? Um, so I thought today I'd do a solo episode because we're moving into the new year, 2024, of course. And I wanted to take this opportunity to really kind of give you some insight and to share about what I believe is going to be uh, 2024 predictions and insights that you need to take into consideration when molding your business strategy, hindsight, mapping out um, focus for this year. So I wanted to kind of like delve in deep. So for you guys that are listening in, by the way, if you're listening to us live, use the hashtag live, use the hashtag replay, of course, you can check out my show description notes. You can check those out below. Um, And also, if you like what you hear, PLC post, like, or comment on one of those three sections, of course, or all three, of course. And, um, and you know, if you're, if, if you're loving what we're talking about today, please do me a favor, leave a one or a five-star review over on Apple or interact with the AI bot over on Spotify and feel free to leave a review on there. I'll be gratefully received with thanks and gratitude. So anyway, I want to jump into today. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, believe it or not, I, you know, it's been a really interesting 2023, and I feel like I need to be totally 100% honest with you um, because I'm really straight talking, as most of you know, and extremely transparent. So I wanted to kind of like give some context about the, you know, the the last year because for most businesses, I would say 99, more than 99% of all business leaders listening to this call have struggled with 2023 in particular. You know, uh, they've struggled on a number of ways because the world is changing like dramatically, you know, with the high cost of living, with the economies around the world that we've got to take into consideration. There's a lot of external um, external forces that is hindering a lot of business growth and scale. So, you know, there's a lot of things that's hindering that. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be negative, of course. It just means that you have to take things into consideration and, you know, adopt your business models accordingly. Um, So, you know, one of the things that I kind of felt myself is that even though we didn't, uh, you know, we didn't, we were part of that 99% in all honesty. We were were part of that 99%. So we were part of it. Not because we weren't uh, agile, not because we were not open-minded or whatever it is. We were actually, in 2023, we were trying new things, right? You know, it's important to be open, you know, create a culture of experimentation. And so we were experimenting with some new tools on the market, AI being one of them, of course. And I felt like 
you know, it wasn't that it was serving us as a distraction, but it's also given us some time to reflect over the, especially over the last sort of two or three weeks, actually, about what we need to do to not only gain a, a competitive edge, but also the things that you guys need to do and to consider when creating your new business strategies moving into the new year. So let me give you some insights about what I've found, what's working with our business, what's working with our clients, but also with um, trends that you need to take into consideration that you could potentially mold into that into that roadmap of yours. So let's go into this. So what I was going to say to you, so the first one I want to talk a little, bit, a little bit about, there's five different predictions that I've predicted for 2024. The first prediction is personal branding. Now, if you have been focused on personal branding in 2023, congratulations. Now, um, what I was going to say to you, you know, I've always been a believer that, you know, people buy people at the end of the day, okay? They don't buy products, they don't buy services, they buy you as a person. So you're, it's like you're selling yourself, okay? So when people say to me, Adam, you know, I'm a little bit nervous about building my business around my own personal brand. I feel like I need to separate my, my personal brand to my company brand. I agree. Yes, you do need to have that separation. However, in this current market, my belief is, is that you need to focus on double downing on your personal brand. Okay. So what does that give you? Okay. Cause, cause um, we're kind of moving into this arena of, and we have been over the last sort of six to nine months in particularly, um, where a lot of uh, people in our industry, leaders and entrepreneurs are very much focused on building human connection. And that really is your, your personal brand is about how you make people feel. Yeah. So it's about perceptional judgments about who you are as a person, what problems you can solve. But more, more importantly, like where do you fit into, into like that, that, that problem solving solution for your audience? Okay. So Building on that personal brand is going to be super important because it's going to position you as the industry expert, okay, or one of the industry experts in your industry, okay? Um, it's going to effectively help you to increase your authority, but also to double down on your credibility, okay? Because, you know, as we are seeing uh, lots of increase in um, increase in business costs, increase in just everyday living, right? And with the economy very much up and down, with economies all over the world, um, then what we're going to be seeing is we're going to be seeing that a lot of businesses, they're going to be very precarious and they're going to be a bit more cautious about where they invest and who they invest with, okay? And the only way that you can really, um, you know, it's not about understanding someone's problem. That's not enough anymore, okay? So you've got to position yourself in as the go-to authority because it's like this. If you're an accountant, okay, and you have an accountant who has similar experience and similar uh, credibility, okay, which one would you choose, okay? Which one would you choose? You would choose the one that's got the brand. Okay, you would choose the one that's got the awards. You would choose the one that is being featured in industry 
award-winning journals and media outlets. That's the one that you would choose over the other one, right? It's the same for your industry, okay? So, you know, doubling down on that personal brand, okay, is going to help. It's, I use personal brand. I see personal brand as kind of rocket fuel. So if you had a space shuttle, rocket fuel is needed to lift the rocket, okay? All right, that's what personal branding is, okay? So that's what branding is, okay? Marketing is the rocket, okay? It's the shell. But the shell is useless if you don't have rocket fuel, okay? So it's important to double down on that personal branding, okay? Very, very important. One of the things that we did in our business, actually, over the last three months, I pre-anticipated this was going to happen back in September of 23. So one of the things that we started to do, or what I started to do, is I started to reevaluate some of the things that we were doing from a personal branding perspective about what do we need to make improvements to. So if you've got your own website, for example, if you're looking at your social media, um, if you're looking at your social media messaging, all right? If you're looking at your profiles, if you're looking at your brand story, okay? Look at it from the perspective of how can I make improvements so that it can help me to connect me to my audience, all right? It's not about completely wiping everything and starting from scratch. That's not a good move. I would recommend that you look at what you currently have, take infantry, and effectively build upon what you've done, okay? So make improvements to what you've done. So one of the things that we've done in our business, especially in what we're doing, like, for example, next week, um, we're going to be launching our new uh, podcast called The Business Strategist, which is very much affiliated with me because I'm driving that. We've got a new uh, Adam Strong uh, website that's going to be launching very shortly as well. Uh, we've got some various programs where we've updated all of our social media messaging so it's more simplified, uh, so that there's more clarity around that. And this is just kind of the start. This is just the pinnacle of doubling down on that personal brand. Uh, and also, one of the other things is creating content. You know, So content creation, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, is also going to help build your authority as well. Okay? so. That just wants to give you a, a few ideas about how you can go around building your personal brand um, around that. And if you haven't already done so as well, go out there, purchase your domain of your name. So if your name is Stephen Davies, okay, purchase Stephen Davies. If it's .com, great, amazing. If it's .net, okay, uh, or something similar to, similar like that, that's, you know, buy those domains, buy as many domains as you can. Uh, because most domains only cost about 99p for the first year anyway. So you've got those locked in. But again, when people, you know, it's a bit like yellow pages, yellow pages back 15, 20 years ago, you'd flick through yellow pages and find out where, you know, who's the credible accountant in your local area or who's the credible builder or whatever it is, right? They'd look through yellow pages. Now people are using Google. They're going to use Google to see if you show up. Okay, they need to see that where they're putting their investment in is going to be a smart way to get an ROI, okay, return on investment. So I hope that kind of gives shed you some light on the whole kind of personal branding side of stuff. All right. Number two, okay. Now the AI revolution has started, ladies and gents. In fact, 2023 was a real 
pivotal moment in the AI. In fact, AI has been around for 15, 20 years. It sounds ridiculous, but it's now beginning to start to um, start to make a name for itself now. Uh, and believe it or not, I, 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 really, I didn't even know this until now, but we've been using AI for quite some time. Um, and we've been, uh, during 2023, along with some of you guys that have been listening in, actually, you've probably been dabbling or experimenting and playing around with AI and, you know, and be, maybe potentially using AI as a way to help you with content creation or content distribution, uh, to make fine refinements to what you're currently doing. It shouldn't be there to completely replace what you're doing. It should be there as a way to make some subtle changes and some improvements to what you're currently doing. Uh, the great thing about AI is that the majority of it is free, okay? Um, nearly pretty much 99% of it is all free, which is a great, it's just a great way. So, you know, there are some great tools out there. So what I'm saying to you guys is 2024 is going to continue with the AI revolution. And I will endorse you to surf the wave. If you haven't, if you've been using uh, any excuses to not use AI, you're going to do yourselves injustice, okay? But if you if you are at the right time, ready to ride the wave, you're going to do extremely well in this market, okay? So I just wanted to kind of shed some light. If you're, not, if you're a bit fearful on AI, we've done some previous episodes, actually, where I talk a little bit about, um, you know, leaders and business owners in particular that are a little bit fearful of using AI. Um, it's not there to replace you because it doesn't have the human-centered approach. That's where you come in, but it's just there to make some fine tunes and some fine tweaks to what you're, you're currently doing. It's there to complement what you're doing more than anything else. So that's the second part, AI revolution. The third prediction for 2024, actually, is the way that we are working, the way that we will work moving forward is changing. All right. So back sort of three years ago, especially around COVID times, you know, everyone was working online and did and went working online for around 18 months, 24 months therefore. And just from around uh first, second quarter of 23, we started to see a change in way people are working because human beings they they are wanting human connection, all right? So if you're not already doing so, okay, um, if you are running a business which is completely online and it's successful, congratulations, keep doing what you're doing. But what I would highly endorse you to do is to look at, uh, is to look at, rather than kind of looking at it from the perspective of, I should just go completely online or I should completely go offline is consider doing a balance between the two. All right. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay. So online as it, that's really super simple, building relationships, networking with people on places like LinkedIn, for example, YouTube, uh, responding and engaging with your content, for example, which is going to be very important, but also the reason why offline uh, offline activities are so important is because it helps to accelerate trust. We are in the uh, arena, uh, we're in the age of trust because what you're going to see, because a lot of businesses are going to come under a lot of stress or still are under stress right now, is you're going to 
kind of see some people kind of suffering from what I call shiny penny syndrome. And there'll be a lot more offers from unethical coaches, consultants and events, which are completely misaligned to what you're doing as a vision. Okay. And it separates offline events, helps you to separate authentic with non-authentic experts and thought leaders. Okay. But it's just a great way. I always think of quality over quantity. All right. So, you know, doing strategic networking, for example, one of the things that we did in 23 that worked extremely well was running VIP dinner and dining experiences for our high end experience clients. Okay. And honestly, it was great because, you know, we do ad hoc quarterly events at Harrods in London, which is very high end, of course. We invite very limited, small quantities of people, 10 people max, 10 to 12 people max, and literally facilitate human connection, building trust, but more importantly, just a, a great a great sense of a great sense of uh you know accelerating potential collaborative opportunities as well. But you can really get to know people. You can understand their energy, how they tick. And, you know, you get a real good sense of if this person's authentic and if they align to your core values as well. So this is the reason why it's important to have a blend of being online, having an online presence in terms of visibility and building relationships, as well as doing offline activities such as strategic networking, attending small events in person, uh, et cetera. So I wanted to kind of give you some context around that. And again, you should always think about creating your own events based around that. So if you're doing events yourselves, okay, think about how you can add value to people and, uh, you know, think about how you can create a balance between online and offline events, uh, event management. So it's what I want to take that into consideration. Now, the next uh, prediction that I have for you guys as well is that with your, when we're looking at your core offerings, okay, when we think about your core offerings, we're thinking about your ecosystem of product offerings, whether it be, and we're talking about services or products. That's what I mean. Okay. So, um, it, your, when we when you present your offerings, okay, is that a lot of the clients that you're working with right now is that money would not be an important driver to ex, to ex, to achieve results. Profitability would no longer be seen as a priority in achieving results. Okay, what will be important to a lot of business owners and leaders like you guys that are listening in is personal growth. Okay, so learning and growing. Okay, joy. Okay, getting joy, having uh, achieving joy and happiness, but also to think about impact, okay, or uh, thinking kind of more long term legacy. All right, that's what's going to be important to a lot of people in 2024. Okay, so you need to articulate and create offerings based around those core achievable ROIs, if that makes sense. All right. So I hope this is kind of giving you some ideas. Okay. Because if it is, then great. Do me a favor, PLC, post, like, or comment. Or if this is resonating with you in terms of like when you're listening to this on the podcast, do me a favor, drop me an email at hello at adamstrong.net. I'd love to hear from you if any of these predictions are resonating with you um, and it's giving you some kind of good ideas. I'd love to hear from you uh, anyway. The next one. Uh, and this is extremely important. This is something that we've been really doubled down on focusing 
um, is creating what we call a customer-centric or human approach to uh, business, all right? So tailor-making or tailor-making towards solving individual businesses, uh, persons, uh, problems, okay? And tailor-making a solution based around solving that problem, okay? Um, Which is then powered by... um, exceptional customer uh, service, as well as utilizing customer feedback. So one of the things that, one of the activities that we did, that we've been focusing on in 2023, especially in Q3, Q4, is we um, have been designing a new business mastermind program for the launch in 2024. But before we need, before we wanted to do that, we wanted to get some feedback and understanding not only the key problems within our industry, but also to make sure that the messaging, the core offering is resonating with our audience, but also to know if there is a market for what we're offering as well. Okay. So feedback is going to be really crucially important. And I want to I want to be really thankful for some of the people that have given us some great feedback, uh, including people like Daryl Irwin, people like um, Stephen Gillum, for example, uh, has given us some great feedback. And and also people like uh, Tara Tara Halliday, Sally Brady. You know, so all of these people have been great in helping us to articulate and position our core offering. So I'm I'm externally grateful uh, for that. So and it helps us. Uh, helps us to understand our clients, customers better. All right. If you haven't already done that, I would highly endorse you to go and do that. Okay. So, um, you know, follow those steps in uh, protocol. The last one, the last one is, again, kind of very closely related to personal brand, but thinking about how you can focus on knowledge and education. Now, one of the things that we've been doing over the last year, and I wish I'd been a bit more consistent, but one of the one of the stats that I came across. So, one of the things that we do on LinkedIn, or I I love being on LinkedIn because that's where a lot of our clients hang out, and uh, that's where we believe we can add most of the value. But I don't know if you guys have seen this, but on uh, LinkedIn they have what we call a data and analytics section. And now, if you haven't already done so, what you want to do is you want to find out, you'll be able to see how many impressions you've made and how many engagements you've made. And you can change the timeline to over the last year. And what we've seen in our business is we've seen an increase of 489% on impressions and 454% in engagement. So there's been a massive upsurge in the creation content creation that we are doing uh, through my personal brand and on my profile, for example. So it's obviously resonating with people. We're seeing an increased amount of followers. We're seeing an increased amount of conversations, which is going to be, which is great. Okay, so we we know that what we're doing right now is what, the content that we're creating is obviously hitting the mark somewhere. Okay. Now, what I'd like you to do before you create any content is look at the data and analytics, all right? If you're using a Facebook page, there you have data and analytics. If you're using YouTube, you to go into YouTube Studio, look at the data and analytics, look at the subscriptions, look at the engagements, look at the impressions. Same with LinkedIn, okay? Look at the data and analytics, all right? And 
you'll be able to kind of get an idea of number one, if you're using those platforms regularly to create content creation. Uh, but more importantly, one interesting st statistic. So uh, at the beginning of the year, we launched uh, a newsletter called The Business. It's now called The Business Strategist. But what I found with The Business Strategist newsletter is that I wasn't consistent. We wasn't consistent in creating enough content. And so I was looking at the impressions engagement, and it was down by about 50%. So it's quite a big drop. But it was because we hadn't done enough to uh, engage with people and put enough content out there. Does that make sense? And inspire and educate them. So it was just a real interesting contrast. So again, what I would do, is, what I would do is if you want to position yourself as that go-to expert in your industry, um, provide educational resources. Okay, so freebies, lead magnets, scorecard, quizzes, um, eBooks, something that's going to give them a value uh, that's going to help your clients take action. People love quick wins. All right. So again, depending on what problem that you're trying to solve for them, whether it be a money issue or whatever it might be. So if you're an accountant or you're a tax advisor, right, could you create a online calculator that can help them to save, I don't know, tax, for example, right? Would that be of value to people? It would be a value to me, right? Everyone wants to save money, okay? If you are, I don't know, if you're a management consultant and you focus on leadership, for example, and you've got an ebook. You know, are you using that ebook and reaching out to 20 people a day to get people into your database that you can build a relationship online? So thinking about like, you know, educating and inspiring your audience and also looking at what types of content that you're creating is going to be crucially important. One of the things that we have very much focused on, and it was interesting because I was looking at a really interesting post by a good friend of mine, Amanda Watts, and she won't mind me using this. And I saw today, she was talking about uh, people that set goals during 2024, right? People that set goals, they say, you know, I need to get five new members or I need to get uh, X amount of subscribers or whatever it is. Thinking about what is the actions that you need to take into consideration to achieve what you need to achieve. So as an example, if you wanted to, if you were running a master, an online masterclass, for example, and you wanted to invite 25 people, but if you break down the numbers and you know that roughly there's going to be a 20% you know, uptake, how many people do you then need to invite in order to hit your 25 invitations does that make sense so you'll need to probably probably need to invite roughly around i don't know 250 people for a 20 uh for a 25 percent for 25 people to turn up okay which means how many people then do you need to then invite before the deadline okay so if you're running a webinar in say a month's time how many people need to reach out to the to them to you uh to your audience in order to get and hit your numbers, okay? So breaking it down into knowing your numbers, breaking it down into knowing what actionable steps that you need to take, all right, which I feel is really, really important and crucial. So, you know, be very, con be very conscientious of what I'm just about to give you. So let's just summarize what I've actually shared with you guys, all right, today about today's uh, podcast show. So first of all, I talked a little bit about the importance of building or improving on your personal brand, okay? 
which will help you to position yourself as the go-to expert, all right? So I talked a little bit about that. Secondly, I talked about is riding the wave of the AI revolution, okay? So, you know, embracing AI, not for it not to replace what you're doing, okay? But more importantly, to complement what you're doing, okay? Because it will never replace the human-centric part of content creation. That should come from you. AI should be used as a tool to help complement and improve upon what you've done, okay? Uh, number three, I talked a little bit about the way we work is, is adapting, and so that you need to adapt the way that you work and building relationships online and offline. Uh, so that's going to be crucially important as well. I talked a little bit about your core offerings and what you offer in terms of uh, your products and services. And I talked a little bit about the importance of why personal growth, joy, and impact are going to be much more important than making money and profitability. Okay, it's going to be important to some, but the majority of people are going to be interested in personal growth, joy, and impact. Okay, so I want you to think about that. Um, the next one I talked a little bit about is the customer-centric approach. So articulating your core offerings around a more tailor, tailored approach. Um, and the last one was creating uh, creating regular content and thinking about how you can not uh, how you can be more knowledgeable and educational. So educate and inspire through regular content creation. And so I've given you guys some very thought provoking ideas about how you can go about doing that, and also the importance around data and analytics. So listen, there's a lot to take into consideration. Okay, but I wanted to give you guys some kind of like. I suppose, leading insights that I feel is going to really help mold 2024 for you. And hopefully it's going to give you an edge of your competitors because your competitors are going to be, they're already going to, they're already embedding a lot of what I've, that I've just shared with you. If you do what I've just shared with you, like we're doing, I can guarantee you'll have a much stronger foothold and foundation moving into 24. and. Uh, you know, and and I wish you well. I I, I hope that it, it will. It, it's been useful. This this show in particular has been useful for you. Uh, and if it has, then again, I'd love to hear from you. If there's anything that you believe resonates with you, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to drop me an email. It's hello at adamstrong.net. Hello at adamstrong.net. And if you listen to this live, like I said, PLC post like or comment on the comment section below, and you can subscribe and follow me over on LinkedIn or on YouTube or on Facebook, whichever you prefer, whatever your preferred uh, social media platform is. Anyway, listen, enough babbling from me. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode and uh, hopefully we'll see you again here on the podcast. Take care and uh, speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye.